Okay, good morning. And good morning to all of you that um, are watching this online. If we have learned anything um, over this lockdown period, it is that God's Holy Spirit is not limited and in fact flows equally wonderfully through the many diverse ways of internet connection of which I understand virtually nothing. Okay, so our title this morning is How Do We Experience God Deeply? And I've added a little subtitle, which is Umbrellas, Plumbers, and Advent Calendars. More of that in a little bit. Before we start on exploring the answer to the how do we experience God deeply, I want us to just check that our mindsets, our theologies, our worldviews are standing on truth. So I want each one of you to answer this question. Do I believe God wants to be deeply experienced and intimately known by me? Do I believe that God wants to be deeply experienced and intimately known by me? Because the answer to that question will profoundly affect how we explore the how do we. I want us to read a couple of scriptures. I could have picked multitudes of scriptures, but I've chosen these two. 2 Peter 1, uh, chapter 1, 3 and 4. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises that are beyond all price, that through the power of these tremendous promises, we can experience partnership with the divine, sorry, the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world. Oh my goodness. Now, for all uh, the scriptures that I'm using today, I have deliberately chosen the Passion Translation. And I know for some people, it's not as theologically or linguistically accurate as some people like. But it is a translation of the heart of God. And if we are going to look to experience God deeply, it is about the heart So I make no apologies for using this translation because it is beautifully and unquestionably a demonstration of the heart of God. Let's also read 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. This is why the scripture says, things are never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. But now God unveils these profound realities to us 
by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his innermost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. God's heart is open and it is searching for ours. There are no ifs and buts. There are no conditions. Throughout church history, there have been many ifs and buts. And there have been many conditions. But that is not the heart of God. When Jesus completed his mission, when he demonstrated in his death, he ripped the curtain from top to bottom and there is no barrier. God's heart is searching for ours that he could be deeply and intimately experienced and known. So let's move on to the how. Start with the umbrella of choice. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I'd uh, left my car and I was walking into town and it was raining and I was getting very wet. Um, but I was really quite happy because uh, I, was, I was chatting to God and I was thinking about and wrestling with all that I was going to share this morning. I was getting quite excited and I was also keeping half an eye out for that opportunity that person that might pass by and the Holy Spirit might go, yeah, that one, wake that one up, wake that one up, bring words of life that will wake that one up. So I'm, I'm having quite a good time. I am looking a bit bedraggled, but I'm having a good time. And then I spot her. I spot this woman walking towards me. She's got an umbrella. She was sensible. And I start rehearsing what I'm going to say. I start rehearsing that smile that is going to start off this whoosh of connection that I, I can feel building inside myself. The heart of God loving this woman. And as she gets to the point where I'm about to speak... She dips her umbrella and covers her face. She is protecting herself from me and any possible COVID that I might have. And oh my goodness, a completely disproportionate sadness just fell on me. There was no judgment. And that's really important. There was no judgment. There was just deep sadness. And God showed me in that illustration, that was his heart. His heart was to connect. He saw her approach and his desire is always to connect with us. But so often we dip our umbrellas. 
We either choose to be distracted or we are fearful or we just simply say not now. How many ways are there for us to experience God deeply? Well, maybe there are as many ways as there are people. I don't know. Let's read Galatians 4, 6. So that we would know that we are his true children. God released the spirit of sonships into our hearts, moving us to cry out intimately, my father, my true father. So I believe that every human being is birthed within themselves, that part that is meant to connect. That part of our humanity that longs to be reunited with its creator God. But things get buried. It gets hidden. It can be deeply asleep. But it is there within every human being that essential place that is birthed to know our creator God is within each one of us. The Holy Spirit longs to wake us up and to reconnect us and to take us deeper. So one of the ways that we can open ourselves up to experiencing God more deeply is in creation. The heavens declare the glory of God. The earth declares the glory of God. All creation declares his glory. I am sure we have all had those moments when maybe uh, you're looking up into a starry sky or you're on a mountain top, or whatever it is for you that within creation just calls to the more, just calls to that more than we are. Now, music also stirs our soul. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit sad because I'd wanted, I, who doesn't really do music, wanted to uh, play a piece of music to you, which, which just makes my soul sing. Um, and, and there were some visuals, but, but the, we couldn't get the copyright. So, so actually, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm actually going to say right now, let's just pause a moment. If you're at home, pause a moment. And if you're in the room, pause a moment. And I'm just going to pray now that the Holy Spirit would sing over us with his notes of life and creation. Oh, Father God, you are above all things and all music and all of earth and heaven give glory to you. So I pray. Sing over us with your perfect notes of creation and love. Stir our hearts. Open our minds. Draw us closer.
Amen. Scripture, scripture, of course, the word of God, that is a way that we can dig deeper into God. We can experience the incredible otherness of, of, of scripture, the, the fact that you can read a scripture so many times and yet it can breathe life in different situations. It can, it can be forever uh, revealing things. Let's uh, read uh, Psalm 19, 7 to 10. Yahweh's word is perfect in every way. How it revives our souls. Yahweh's laws lead us to truth and his way changes the simple to, into wise. Yahweh's teachings are right and make us joyful. His precepts are so pure. Yahweh's commands challenge us to keep close to his heart. The revelation light of his word makes my spirit shine radiant. Yahweh's decrees are trustworthy. The fear of Yahweh is pure, enduring forever. The rarest treasures of life are found in his truth. That's why God's word is prized like other prized. That's the, the finest gold. Sweeter also than honey are his living words. Sweet words dripping from the honeycomb. Scripture is incredible. Scripture is amazing. But knowledge of Scripture alone does not necessarily get us intimacy. Yeah. John 5, 39 and 40 are basically exactly that. You are busy analyzing the scriptures, poring over them, hoping to gain eternal life. Everything you read points to me, yet you still refuse to come to me so I can give you the life you're looking for, eternal life. So there is a caution there that just knowledge of scripture in itself does not lead to intimacy, but it is a beautiful living tool or life-giving whatever that that enhances our journey of intimacy with God. Right, we're on to plumbers now. Oh, plumbers, I want to thank every single one of you because as I have journeyed deeper and deeper with God, I have become more and more and more aware of the physical and the spiritual mirroring each other. And plumbers, you are just such an amazing mirror of what we need in the spiritual. So you're fantastic. In the physical, part of a plumber's job is to unblock things generally pretty unpleasant stuff. Sometimes we can unblock ourselves and we don't need to call the plumber. But sometimes there's just too much or it's too far down or it's too stuck. In the natural, we call it lots of things. And I'm really sorry for all of you who have visual minds. I don't. Ha ha. Anyway, um... <laughs> In the spiritual, we call it sin. It's either ours or it's someone else's. Either we put it there 
or someone else did. But what a joy when the clear water flows. So it is quite likely that as you journey closer, wanting and desiring and setting your face to a greater experience and intimacy with God, that you will come across some blockages. Ask someone to pray with you. Blockages can be removed always. James 4, 8 to 10. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Move your hearts closer and closer to God, and he will come even closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. Feel the pain of your sin. Be sorrowful and weep. Let your joking around be turned into mourning and your joy into deep humiliation. Be willing to be made low before the Lord, and he will exalt you. I guess that's the, that's the warning in there. Let's not make light of where we are disconnected, but let's not be afraid of it either. Because in all of this, God's heart is a heart of love, longing to unblock, longing to connect more and more and more. And lastly, we come to the Advent calendar. Here it is. Okay, whoops, there she is. This is over 50 years old. That's crazy thought. She lives in the bottom of a box of Christmas decorations, and every year I take her out, look at her, and put her back. I <laughs> really no idea why. I really no idea why. Um, <laughs> but here she is, my Advent calendar. <laughs> but this Advent calendar is about to say something really profound, because this is like us, Okay. God, 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 God so desires for you to open each window, each window of your life, each window of your soul. Don't hold anything back. You start with number one. Number one, you start by actually standing on the truth that the God of all heaven wants you to experience and deeply know him. It's up to you. It is a choice. I've been fascinated by this. This is a helium heart that's bobbing about the ceiling. And it's just fascinating me because it's so shiny. And every time I look at it, it just makes me smile because it is just reflecting everybody in this room. I just think that's quite amusing. Okay, so number one. I just thought I'd better find number one. And, uh, and it really made me laugh because number one is mistletoe. Number one is mistletoe. Okay, if you've never been kissed by God, I can tell you it's the most amazing experience. Yeah? When we just come into his presence as we are and allow him to love us, whatever that looks like for you, it's beautiful. And you want more. And then you open all the other doors, but I'm not going to do that. 
Okay, so I'm going to just read to you, uh, if I can, if it doesn't fall apart. Those of you who know me um, and been around for a while, ooh, this is my prayer life. Here it is. It might fall on the floor, it might fall apart. As I have taken on that journey of intimately experiencing God, one thing God has been really, really clear with me about is that my journey is available for everybody. I am not special in the sense that, of course, I am special as you are special. What God would say to me, he would say to you. So when I read this, these words were written, I believe, to me, but they are for us. This is my journey of intimacy with God. If it stays together. Hear the words. And if you're at home, hear these words. They are spoken to you as well as they were spoken to me. I love you. Don't look down. Look into my eyes. Learn these rhythms of grace and I will walk them with you. Do not turn away from me. I do not turn away from you. I know your frailty, for I was there in the day your body was made. I know your heart. I know your mind. I know you. I have chosen you. Together we will walk the fields of miracles. Take my hand, for you do not know the way. But if if you close your eyes, you will see. If you cover your ears, you will hear. If you hold your tongue, my voice will sing from your lips. And at my voice, the dead will rise. At my voice, the captives are free. And you will live to see heaven touching earth. Behold, there is a new rainbow. Close your eyes. Open your heart and see. You have asked to see my face and you shall. But first you must look upon your own. We will look together. Do not be afraid. The veil that covers your soul will lift. We will do this together. And when your soul is revealed in all its beauty, so shall you see. One of the most profound lessons I have learned in my journey of wanting to experience God more deeply is that I have had to look at myself. That was not what I signed up for. But apparently it was part of the deal. And yet... And yet, oh Lord, this is hard. As I allow you, ask you even to let me see my soul. It is as if the volume has been turned up on all my faults, like a searchlight shining on all my imperfections. It's not that I don't recognize them, but rather I am ashamed of their uncovering. And yet, Lord, I know these are the very things that mask my soul. Lord, what am I that you are mindful of me? You are my child. You know about children. Lord, the love I feel for my children and for my grandchildren, at times it overwhelms me. I know. Do you really feel like that towards me? My love is perfect. You cannot yet fully understand. How do I move closer? How do I let our love for one another grow? My love for you will not grow. 
but you can experience its force, its depth, its power as we get to know each other. But you know me already. Yes, but you do not know all you can be. And finally, be still. Know that I am who I am, in you, for you, through you. Let go. I know your frailty. It is chaff in the wind. Do not give it substance. It is what I... Lord, this freedom to be released from guilt and shame. This is freedom. It is what I offer my children, what I have always offered my children, and yet they struggle so. The pride of man is a terrible thing. It stands as a prison around their souls. And yet, in my pierced hands, the key is always within reach. Take the keys, set the captives free. You have found my path, lead the way, shine, that my children will see and follow. Lord, I pray, I pray wherever anybody is today, that where they seek freedom, you will release to them the keys. Lord, where we hold keys, you would reveal them to us and help us to use them to set others free. But more than anything, I pray, Lord, I pray, Lord, that today, today your children would take that step of opening door number one and ask to connect with you because there are no ifs, there are no buts, there are no conditions. The God of all heaven, the God who created you and knit you together, he desires for you to just say, okay, okay, let me experience you. If you're there, let me experience you. I'm going to end with a prayer. Uh, If I can find it. Okay. This is my prayer. And I pray that he would unveil within you the ultimate riches of his glory. Lord, unveil the veiled hearts. Give people the courage to say, I want to know you. I want to make that first step. And then by constantly losing your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you. And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Lord, I pray that as Jesus opened the way to the Father, that you would become the root and source for many of your children today. Amen.